Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman that was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. If you are a regular listener of One of a Kind You, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. I am so excited that you are here. And if you are a new listener, I am also excited to have you here. I want to thank you for taking the chance on this podcast and stopping by to check it out. So the way that my podcast typically works is that I read a journal entry of mine from about five or six years ago and then reflect on what I know now as a certified life coach and someone who has done the inner work of healing childhood trauma. But for today's episode, I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. I found an old podcast episode that I wrote um, two years ago before I even started this podcast and um, found my old journals. And so I thought it was super important and wanted to share it with you. And I'll be actually doing this format for for the month of November. And so, um, this is actually written from, I think early 2018, uh, when I, is when I wrote this podcast episode. And so, um, so it shows that even in 2018, I still had a little bit of a struggle, uh, with mindset and doing inner work. And so, um, one thing that I'll share is that it's a lifelong journey and I still do inner work to this day, whether it's reading, um, a personal growth book or talking with a coach, um, or doing some meditation and reflection and journaling. So with that being said, I am going to get started. So, um, like I said, this was back from 2018. So this is when I had written it. So I wrote recently, I was on a coaching call with one of my coaches and we were talking about limiting beliefs and the story that we tell ourselves until this conversation. I never fully realized how negative my personal narrative was. I mean, don't get me wrong, I haven't always been my biggest cheerleader, but thought I've made vast improvement with recognizing my limiting beliefs. During our conversation, she asked me a question that stopped me in my tracks and really opened my eyes. She asked, when does your narrative of having a hard traumatic life end? I responded with, it doesn't have an end, even though my life is much easier now because I have control over it. But when things go wrong or not as I plan, I think seriously, when will life be easy? She interrupted me and called BS right there in that moment and told me that I needed to he- told me what I needed to hear. She said, "You don't realize it, but you have a victim mentality." She was as surprised as I was because I don't consider myself a victim, and I don't live in a way that would suggest I consider myself a victim. Yet I tell myself I'm one I'm one through my inner dialogue and my limiting beliefs. Now, limiting beliefs that's a buzzword and you know we talk about limiting beliefs very openly and honestly um, especially if you're into healing and um, spirituality and things like that but um, for my listeners who are like well what's a limiting belief a limiting belief is the way um, we talk about ourselves and can be the way that we think about other people or the world around us Um, They often hold us back by not allowing ourselves to think certain things, do things we aspire to do, or say things that are on our minds. And we gain limiting beliefs because of life experiences we've had in childhood, adolescence, or even adulthood. And we also develop limiting beliefs from the people in our lives, such as our parents, maybe teachers, peers, coworkers, um, bosses, 
spouses. Um, so a lot of people can influence us and um, really impact uh, the, the beliefs that we have about ourselves, the beliefs that we have about things going on around us, and um, the beliefs uh, around things that impact us on a day-to-day basis. So, uh, like I said, I was sh- shocked by this, but I continue to say, she suggested I rewrite my story so that it isn't the story of a victim, rather the story of someone that has overcome obstacles, challenges, and trauma. Taking the time to rewrite my story was such an empowering experience, and it helped me so much in a short period of time. Uh, because, well, I'll keep reading and then I'll talk. <laughs> um, if you have limiting beliefs or an inner dialogue that is holding you back from being your most authentic self or from achieving your goals, rewriting your story can be just the step to help you move in the direction you're seeking. If you're not sure how to rewrite a limiting belief, here is an example. So the example of the limiting belief is I am damaged goods or I have too much baggage. No one will ever want to be in a relationship with me. And so instead of having that belief and wanting to rewrite it into something more positive, you can say, I've been through a lot, but all of these experiences have helped me become strong, compassionate, and the person I am. And these qualities make me a good partner. And um, so you don't have to allow your circumstances to continue to influence your life and your decision to rewrite your story is going to be more productive and beneficial in the long run as you become the best version of yourself. And so I plan to end this episode with this quote by Stephen Covey, who is the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he writes, uh, I'm not a product of my circumstances. I am a product of my decisions. And I think that is such a beautiful quote because um, often it can feel like we're the product of our circumstances, but really we're the product of our decisions because we have a choice um, in how we show up in life. But we also have a choice to rewrite those limiting beliefs or that victim story that we tell ourselves. And so um, sometimes when rewriting limiting beliefs, what I was going to say um, after I read the reframed example is, you know, I've been through a lot, but all of these experiences have helped me become strong and compassionate and the person I am. And these qualities make me a good partner. Sometimes it's really hard for us to believe that at first um, because the limiting belief is so much more powerful um, to us because we've believed it for a longer period of time. So the really the key with reframing or rewriting that story is to actually look for the evidence that supports the new belief that you want to adopt. So, um, you know, and so this was actually a limiting belief that I held for myself for a very long time. And um, actually from a very small child, I felt like there was something wrong with me and no one would ever want to be with me or marry me. And I thought I would never have a boyfriend or get married. And honestly, I don't know why I had that feeling about myself, but I just did. And I was, I was little, I would say probably preschool age, having that thought about myself, um, which is probably one of the reasons that I blindly jumped into a very unhealthy relationship with my high school boyfriend, because I just so desperately wanted a boyfriend to prove that um, there was nothing wrong with me. But what I realized um, when I rewrote my victim story is that this example of a reframed limiting belief is actually mine. And so the experiences that I've had 
um, actually don't make me a damaged good or have so much baggage that no one will ever want to be with me. In fact, they show me truly how strong I am because I left a relationship that was horrible at the age of 21. I enrolled myself in college since I didn't go to college right out of high school because of that relationship. I moved to New Hampshire with my husband. We were just dating at the time. I finished college there. I graduated with a very high GPA. I had I was one of the first people to graduate from our degree program with a job. Um, but more importantly, th that relationship showed me um, how great of a person I really am and what I have to offer, not just to myself, but to someone else who's in a relationship with me. And it actually makes me appreciate the relationship with my husband so much more than if I had never had that relationship with the high school boyfriend. So really the key to is to believing the new belief and the new story is to look for the evidence to support it rather than just writing it and allowing that, that new belief to feel so false and um, unrealistic. Because chances are the story that you rewrite, your new story, um, is more true than the old story. But like I said, it's hard to believe it because we don't stop to look for the evidence. We allow that old evidence, that outdated evidence, and that outdated story to have more weight than it should. So I hope that you found today's episode helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it with a friend. The more the merrier. And also, please don't hesitate to leave a review. I listen to all my... I listen. I read all of my reviews and take that feedback um, so that I can continue to improve the One of a Kind You podcast. And if you have questions or need some guidance, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, all of my ways to get in touch are actually in the show notes. And so thank you so much for taking the time to listen and tune in. I'm so appreciative and I hope you have a great week.